Welcome to Learn Medical Spanish. Today I'll be going over a dialogue for a, a patient that comes into the emergency room with a headache. And this is to talk about testing and treatment. So in other words, you've already done the history and physical, and now you're going to talk to them, well, we're going to do these tests, and here's some treatments that we can try. And there's also a, a re-evaluation of the patient at the end as well. And this is similar to some content in a CME course that I have, so you can find that in the podcast episode description, or the YouTube video description, or of course on my website. So let's go ahead and get into it. This is the first phrase, and I'll say it in English, let you think about the translation, and then I'll say it in Spanish a couple times. We will do. Vamos a hacer. Vamos a hacer. So that introduces the next few phrases, because we will do X, Y, Z. So the next one is blood and urine tests. Pruebas de sangre y orina. Pruebas de sangre y orina. Imaging. Radiografía. Radiografía. So that's a general word for imaging. If you wanted to say x-ray or CT or MRI, you'd use a different word, but this can kind of cover you if you're not sure the specific word. Quick reminder, if, if you're looking at the text on YouTube or on my website, that the words that are in parentheses could be left out and the phrase should basically still make sense. So that's true throughout all of my various dialogues. Next phrase. Do you want to take medicine for the headache while you wait for testing? ¿Quiere tomar medicina para el dolor? de cabeza mientras espera las pruebas. ¿Quiere tomar medicina para el dolor de cabeza mientras espera las pruebas? So that's pretty long, of course. Um, but, uh, and you could, you could probably shorten it various ways. So just the first part, quiere tomar medicina, means do you want to take medicine? And then the, the second part, para el dolor de cabeza, means for the headache. And then the last part, mientras espera las pruebas, while you wait for the tests. So you could kind of mix and match and kind of shorten that various ways and maybe get your point across. But that's the, the full version. Next phrase. Medicine for nausea. Medicina para náusea. Medicina para náusea. So nausea is one of those many words that's spelled the same in English and Spanish, but you just have to know how to pronounce it. So if you, once you learn the correct vowel sounds, you'll pretty much be able to pronounce all those words. And then the consonants are a little bit different, but it's mainly the vowels that you need to know. So as long as you know that 
a e i o u you can pretty much pronounce those words next phrase we will give you le vamos a dar le vamos a dar so that's introducing the next few phrases or words medicine medicina medicina a pill una pastilla una pastilla pills plural pastillas pastillas an injection una inyección una inyección injections inyecciones inyecciones intravenous fluids suero por la vena suero por la vena So that means like a fluid through the vein. So that word suero is just a single word that they could kind of understand that just alone as like IV fluids. So that's a simple way to say it. You can just say suero because the other part is in parentheses. Oxygen. Oxígeno. Oxígeno. I will measure the pressure inside your eyes. So of course we're talking about glaucoma as a possible cause of headache here. I will measure the pressure inside your eyes. Voy a medir la presión dentro de sus ojos. Voy a medir la presión dentro de sus ojos. We also need to put a needle in the lower spine to see if there's bleeding or an infection in the brain. So why don't I split that into two? So the first half is the regular phrase or sentence, and the second half is in parentheses. So I'll say the first half and then the second half because it's pretty long. We also need to put a needle in the lower spine. También necesitamos poner una aguja al final de la espina. 
También necesitamos poner una aguja al final de la espina. So that was the first half. Um, and the second half is to see if there's bleeding or an infection in the brain. So that's the optional part. This is in parentheses. To see if there's bleeding or an infection in the brain. Para ver si hay sangrado o una infección en el cerebro. Para ver si hay sangrado o una infección en el cerebro. So, so if you're considering doing the lumbar puncture, this is kind of a long phrase you could use to explain it. And like I said, that second half is kind of optional. And if you wanted to just confirm that they were okay with it, you could say, ¿Está bien? And then if you needed to get into a longer discussion, <laughs> you might need more help. But, like, is that okay with you if we do this? All right, a couple more phrases. Wait here, please. Espere aquí, por favor. Espere aquí, por favor. The nurse will come. Viene la enfermera. Viene la enfermera. So if you know Spanish grammar, you may have noticed that I said that in the present tense. The nurse comes. But in Spanish, that can also basically mean that something's about to happen or will happen in the near future. Um, so you can use the present tense often to kind of mean something in the near future. You could also say, la enfermera va a venir, like she's going to come. So various ways you could phrase that, and it's all, it all works. It's all correct. I will come back later to tell you the test results and see how you feel. Regreso más tarde para avisarle de los resultados y ver cómo se siente. Regreso más tarde para avisarle de los resultados y ver cómo se siente. So if you're just listening, the first, it's just the first part that, most of that's in parentheses, so you could just use that first little part, which is, I will come back later, and that's just, regreso más tarde. And that's another example of using the present tense to mean something that will happen in the near future. So, I come back later means I will come back later in this context. You could also say, voy a regresar, I will come back. So, now we're reevaluating the patient. And so you could say, do you feel better? ¿Se siente mejor? ¿Se siente mejor? The same? As in, do you feel the same? Igual? 
igual. And you might have you might have said like lo mismo, which is kind of means the same. And that would work, but igual is a single word that means the same, and it's slightly better. It's a slightly better way to say that. Worse, as in, do you feel worse? Peor. Peor. It looks like you have... As in, we're going to give them a diagnosis. It looks like you have parece que tiene parece que tiene and then you would follow that with anything, you know, any diagnosis or anything that you would want to explain. So I don't have that whole list of possible diagnoses in this dialogue, um, but that's just how you could kind of introduce whatever it is. So if you want to see some additional dialogue similar to this one, I've got a playlist for that on YouTube, or, or of course on the podcast there's a bunch more. And if you're looking at YouTube, there's um, that playlist you can click on, and also a video that explains my CME course in detail. And some other links, some other useful links and information in the video description or the podcast episode. So I'll see you next time on Learn Medical Spanish. The Learn Medical Spanish podcast is not medical advice and does not replace the need to see your own medical providers. It also is not a substitute for using a medical interpreter when needed. 